What's going on, everyone? Welcome to your one-stop shop for everything empowerment. Welcome to the Speaker Vision Podcast, where we don't only speak our vision, but we execute it and bring it to life, where we overcome obstacles, overcome conflict. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Adversity came, I could have fell apart, but I chose instead to follow my heart. When adversity comes, I will never run, I will adjust, adapt, and overcome. Vision. Special guest in the building, real estate agent, soon to be real estate mogul. Uh, We're going to talk mindset, dreams. You know, I'll let him introduce himself a bit more. Dikembe Smith, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, man. Um, This is, it's funny how long it's been since since we talked last, but like I said last week, when uh, when we uh, connected again, it's it feels like it was just yesterday, you know. Right. So I'm um, we're doing this. Happy to reconnect again, and thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, man, Dikembe, you know, we go way back, like car seats. You know, well, not exactly that far back, but you know, we've been <laughs> buddies for a while, and it's been dope to reconnect. And I've been seeing, you know, a lot of the cool things you're doing on social media with your real estate and everything like that. You know, maybe we'll throw up a few reels somewhere up here uh, where we'll get some some good real estate advice, a quick commercial, if you will, for the people. Breaking news. Experts are saying we're in a housing recession. But what does that really mean? On a record pace back in June, according to information that recently came out from Black Knight. And this tracks pretty well with the other data that we've been talking about as far as buyers stepping out because of increase in the mortgage interest rates. But another 4% as people continue to adjust for things like inflation, interest rate hikes, and everything else that is hurting the budget right now. Right? But specifically, we're seeing a lot of homes on the higher end. And weeds are already growing trees. So I was listening to a new episode of the Bigger Pockets podcast and David Green had asked the question, are we growing weeds or are we growing trees? And it really made me sit back and assess what I have going on in my own life as far as building real estate business, building the podcast with Albert and just trying to manage everything. And I think sometimes what I really started thinking about was that we expect success a little bit faster than we're seeing it. And if I'm going back to, you know, when I was doing personal training and bodybuilding, I understood that these things take time, you know, and I think that's the thing that I'm reminding myself of week over week. Thing that I'm reminding myself of week over week after week is that, okay, these things that you're starting do take time. So that's why I wanted to share this with you guys and say like, okay, are we getting ahead of ourselves with our expectations and not really just being real and saying, you know what, this might take a little bit. Of- but all right, let's, um, let's jump into it. So, like I said, I've noticed some of the cool things you've been doing with real estate and social media. And you and I had a a conversation about, you know, mindset. And so that's some of the things I want to dive into today. But tell me, what made you get on this? Well, actually, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. So the big thing on the channel is we talk a lot about language. So can you give me two words? that explain where you got to where you are today? Mm, I was thinking about this and I was like two words. Okay. One I would have to say is definitely uh, discipline. Mm. And the second would have to be, and I don't know, maybe these are kind of like interchangeable, but resilience, right? So discipline and resilience. Um, so that, that is what I would have to go with. So Okay. You, you, you know, you're not going to give us those words without giving us a story. So, okay. yeah, I don't know if you want to dive into it yet. Yeah, so so discipline. Yeah. T- tell me about that. Why discipline? Yeah, so for me, that I mean, that goes all the way back to when we were leaving high school. You know what I mean? There was that like transitioning phase where you know we're leaving high school. Everybody's on to that next thing. And for me, it really didn't pop onto my radar. You know what I mean? That I didn't know what I wanted to do long term. But there was always certain things where I was like, okay, I'm interested in this. So let me stick to this, right? I'm interested in that. Let me stick to this. So like that discipline that I like brought over from, you know, like growing up playing sports and things like that is what I tried to carry on. Even though I was kind of like wandering, I was like, let me just try to stick to these things. So right out of high school, it was culinary school, right? So mm-hmm. that right there requires a high level of discipline. And I was really focusing on that week in, week out, month over month until I got to the point where I couldn't afford to go back to it. Right. So I had to transition to the next thing, which was working in sales. And at that point, I'm like, man, I don't have much sales experience, you know, but 
there's certain, you know, I talk about those skills, like there's certain skills that you can just bring over once again to this other field. And if you just stick to it and keep doing it, you'll eventually start picking up like what you need to know, right. To like, get, get better at it. So like, mm. for me, that was always a thing that I kept in my mind was like, I just got to keep playing this, like the new player on the team. Mm. And if I can developing myself month over month, year over year, I'll get better at it until I get to the position that seems good with this job. And then you get to the point where you start realizing like, wait, I really don't want to do this job long term, right? As much as I loved, you know, going through, you know, the motions of climbing and developing. Yeah. This isn't the the end all be all spot, right? So that's where if you know my history, I talked to you about it. Like I started, let's say, okay, out of culinary school, I was doing sales at FYE, an old electronics store mm-hmm. um, that now out of business. Um, then I went over to LA Fitness. And then from there is when I got into banking at Wells Fargo and Bank of America. So, so would you say the discipline comes into just the consistency in terms of trying to be your best in all those different avenues? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. For me, like I didn't even consistency has been a new thing like that I've been thinking of lately. Right. Mm -hmm. It hasn't even, because once again, like I I realized like over once again, we're so young, right? I'm 28. I think you were same age. Right. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking back, you know, we have time to reflect now. We're like, oh man, what have the past 10 years been like? And like you said, you realize, right? It's like, <laughs> even you laugh and say, it's like, wow, like it really had like 10 years. Like, you know, it's like, what have those been like? And what's been like some of the common themes, right? That you've seen in your story. And for me, like you said, it has been consistency and discipline sticking to, but it's funny. Cause like people will say like, you know, I'll jump from different things. So it may not be as consistent, but I think for me, my consistent theme is that I want to just keep developing myself and keep finding that next thing that really pushes me yeah and once i feel like i've maxed out like where i'm at i have to get to the point right like i have to say like okay like let me open my eyes again let me see what opportunities are out there and then go after that one and then start running that race again you know and yeah. just continue from there so that consistency and what i say like resilience on the other end right Right. And man, you you brought up so many interesting points there because, you know, you brought up school and high school, not knowing exactly what you want to do for the rest of your life. And um, shout out to the people getting ready to go back to school right now. It's about that time of year. But you you mentioned that resiliency and continuing to push because you went from culinary school um, to now real estate. Right. And I think it takes a certain amount of resilience, I would say, to figure out like, being okay with trying new things so tell us why real estate um for me well when i first started thinking about real estate and first i like it was 100 percent because of the money 100 percent because of money right i feel like some people try to be <laughs> right, right. Like some people will try to like beat around the bush and be like oh yeah, no, hey no, keep, 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 keep it real this is the speaker vision <laughs> podcast keep it real right. yeah you know because i was Thinking back to the first time I really saw, I was sitting there at um, at the bank at Wells Fargo, and I was a teller at that point. I was making twenty three thousand dollars a year, barely, you know, barely making enough to like pay my rent, pay the bills in Philadelphia. Barely making, yeah, barely enough to stay in Philly by myself. So I'm like, all right, so I got to start figuring out some stuff, right? This kid comes in, and he is the same age as me at the time, twenty two years old, right? And he deposits a check, and I will never forget this. I've told this story so many times. Like he deposits a check that is the same amount as my annual salary. Do you, know, <laughs> do you understand what it's like to have somebody come in, slide a check under the window, same age as you, same thing, everything. And you know, you are going to have to work the next 52 weeks to be able to make that stuff out. <laughs> to make that same amount that he just deposited, right? That took him. And I was like, what, what do you do? Right. He was like, oh, you know, I, I flip houses, you know, and I hope people like wholesale. I was wow. Like, what does that mean? And then right. from there, I kept asking questions. Every time I met somebody in real estate, it was just question after question after question. And then I realized, too, like, well, I didn't up and leave from that point. Right. I spent another five, six years working in financial services. So but at that time, I was like, I really know I want to transition in real estate. So I'm going to learn everything that I can learn here. So whether that be, you know, working on you know, my investment licenses and work, learning more about that world, um, getting my uh, mortgage license and start doing lending while I was at Bank of America. All those different things were was like, okay, I'm going to prepare myself to just learn and immerse myself into this world and still get paid, right? Because I don't yeah. want to like just jump in now, you know, into the real estate agent world and have to start working 100% commission-based. 
So I was like, let me learn everything here. Let me talk to every agent, every contractor, every developer that comes in and just see what I can just pick from their brain, right? And then on the other side too, I mean, you're sitting there at the bank, so you're seeing how much money these people are really making. So when you're sitting down in front of somebody who you know is making good money and they're actually answering your questions, oh, it was like a perfect setup, you know? So I just had, yeah. I, I got to comment on that because one, that is a, a great story. Um, but, you know, I the interesting part about this, I feel like a lot of times in life, a lot of us are afraid to ask questions. So you had that story that happened. He slides the check and you're like, what do you do? You know what I mean? And then after that, you consistently started asking more questions and getting more information. Were you not like skeptical, shy, worried about asking questions like or worried about being like, I'm not answering your question, bro. I don't even know you like tell me about that. Oh, no, it definitely does happen. I mean, even still to today, right? The the amount of people who I'll reach out to on a monthly basis and be like, hey, like, you know, like you're doing blah, blah, blah. You know, hey, we should, you know, no response. Mm. You know, and it's just crickets. And it was the same thing, you know, back then. But I, I think it's like anything else, right? We talk about training. We talk, you work out, right? We work out all the time. And it's just, when you look at that, you go in, you fail, you try again. You go in, you fail, you try again. And that's that's the part of, I think where the discipline and consistency helps with that. You know, you you almost become numb to the amount of like no's and the amount of just like, you know, like brush offs that people like give you. So you keep going. And if you don't keep going, then you also realize at a certain point, if I don't ask these questions, I'm going to be stuck here. Right. So what's what's your alternative? Do you ask the question and potentially get shut down or potentially get an answer mm. or not ask the question and never know? Mm. Because that one really has like one definite answer, right? We know what's happening on this side. If I don't ask that question, I'll never, it, it's like, you know, me and the guys like joke about it. It's like, okay, you go to the bar, you see a girl there, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You might be able to start up a conversation. That might be the one for you. Right. How right. will you ever know if you don't go over there and say something to her? Right. right. You can leave that bar and then for the rest of the night be like, man, I really should have went up there and said something. It, that's the same thing with everything else, right? It's like you might see the guy at work and you might want to get up to his level and be like, say, maybe I can, you know, go ask him a question or how, how can I go and ask him a question? So that's another part of it too, where I realize is that there's different strategies mm-hmm. that you can start using, right? If you want to get closer to people or if you want to win them over so they are more likely to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I still continue to work on. You know, uh, Man, that, that's such a great point, because when I think of questions, the thing about, you know, like common quote, Michael Jordan talks about you'll miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Right. Exactly. And that that's exactly the concept we're talking about right now. And so I think about, you know, opportunity, right? Opportunity can truly be anything if you let it be. I think it comes under that discipline and resilience that you were talking about. but almost the word discipline is such an interesting one that I'm going to continually come back to because Mm -hmm. it's almost like being disciplined to know that you're gonna have some type of obstacle throughout your journey yeah and being resilient to go through it so I like the connection between the words that you chose um and so when you're talking about those questions and those what if if this happened if this doesn't you just put yourself out there um, have there ever been a time where you were like, man, that was a waste of time. I should have never put myself out there. Oh, well, I mean, man, the amount of stories like that could be a whole different podcast, right? Like we can have we we could have a whole nother uh episode just about trial and error, you know. Okay. <laughs> just going through the motions. Um right. but it's funny because we just finished up a book in our book club called Range. Right. And what it talks about is really why being generalist can actually help you in certain times when you really feel like you should just stick to something and just stay in there. Right. And not give it up. But because like one thing I realized over that was like, OK, let me let me try this. If it doesn't work, I'll try something else. Right. And that that's always been the thing for me that I've just repeated. So it's like, try it. If that doesn't work, then, then continue on from there. Right. So I'm not sure if that exactly like answers like what you're looking for there. But 
No, for sure. It does. I, I, I mean, kind of, I guess what I'm gathering from that is you said, try it. And if it doesn't work out, at least I tried it. So I don't necessarily regret that. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Like there's no, there's no real regret. Like once again, right. Because it's just, and once again, you got to weigh out your, how much you're risking too. If there's yeah. no real risk in what you're doing, then mm-hmm. why not try it? Cause then you always come back and be like, Oh man, I didn't do that because I was afraid of, of what, right? And you have to fill in the blank because yeah. if rejection really is a thing, then that's, that's so just, I mean, surface level. Yeah. I mean, like it, it is harder for a lot of people to overcome, but I think yeah. that's where you got to keep working on that muscle, right? And saying, okay, how do I get better at mm-hmm. this part of me that fears rejection? Yeah. 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 Right? Sure. And what is it about and- actually fear? Right. Right. You know? Man, so you, so you said continue working on that muscle. So I got to get to this, right? Because you did, once again, Art Institute, culinary, bodybuilding, being a teller, now real estate. Is there a connection or between the mindset you needed for all those different things? Or is there a different mindset you have now that you're in the real estate game? I'm I'm happy you drew the connection between them because that was something I was talking to my brother about the other day where for me, I just look at it as like, I, I play video games all the time, right? <laughs> okay. And when I'm thinking about like, you start the game with your character, you wouldn't start the game with your character at level one and say, man, I'm going to play this entire game at level one. <laughs> right, right. right. Think, think about how crazy that would be. You would sit there and be like, okay, oh, now I'm going to play this level. I'm going to advance. You know, I'm going to pick up some other skills there pick up some skills there and then see what the next level has for me and then keep it moving. If the environment, the next level doesn't change too much, then cool. You keep playing in that world, right? You keep playing in that zone. But if you got to switch over to a completely different world, a completely different map, then that's where it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the way I look at those things. And like I said before, some of them I was able to do together. Right. So when I was at the bank, I was doing personal training. Right. So that it didn't really pull me in two different directions where I had to make a choice between, Oh, which one do I want to do? Right. For me at that time, it was like, I'm at the bank. I'm meeting a lot of people. I'm making great connections. I'm developing, you know, my communication skills here, but I also still love working out. So I'm at the gym working out. People are seeing, you know, me working out who, who are there at the gym. And they're saying, Hey, can I do this with you? You take those communication skills from the bank, those sales skills that you've now developed, you put that into, Oh, wait, you want to work out with me? Let me find a way now to package this and make it into a sale. Mm-hmm. so everything along that way like i realized it was just kind of like i said in the beginning you go through the same thing with the same level of discipline and the same just open like awareness and be like okay how do all these things kind of connect and like i said reflecting back on it now i realized that they weren't so disconnected as they may have seemed right like when you look at the titles of how it is because for me it all just comes back to communication right like i was doing exactly what i enjoyed doing at the time and just finding ways to communicate with people about it and then making money from it Mm-hmm. right which kept which always kept me going which always kept me like not bored not um you know in this state of just like man what 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 do i want to do i was doing what i wanted to do at the time and then once something else popped up once i assessed you know like how that next move was going to be i was like oh that's it or if i could do it at the same time i'm like cool let me also do this at the same time because why not you know i think we're kind of similar with being very creative so if you can just keep you know scratching that creative itch and be like man how do i keep doing you know more things to just fill that up and to fill up that need i i think that's what kept me going with it too and why i realized that it was just one continuous uh thread over those over those different um positions all right cool so you talk about those different positions and that there's a connection between them all and the sales aspect and everything like that when you are trying to do get into your different real estate transactions is there a specific thought process is there a specific mindset you feel like you have to get to to be successful in that area yeah i started laughing because when you said mindset um i had this conversation with a mentor of mine probably like six months ago okay because i'm only full of time in real estate now for nine months now mm-hmm. and one thing that we were working on, right, is, okay, our business plan, you know, how can I continue to develop and grow? How can I bring in new clients? And one thing I was telling him, for me, I like to understand the process that I'm taking people through before I take them through the process. Right. <laughs> so, 
with him, I was saying, I was like, well, I got to understand this about the transaction and this. And, you know, I'm, I'm very, you know, well-versed here, but what about this other thing? And he stopped me and he was like, well, how would you take somebody through a personal training um, consultation, right? Like an initial thing. And I would be like, I would start with them and just understand where their mind is, what they've tried, you know, where, where are they mentally? Once again, I wouldn't go any further with that. So I'm going to split the year and the answer up in two parts, one with the clients and one for agents, right? Let's so for the client. 100%. It is the first hurdle you got to overcome is that mental block. A lot of people will say, oh, I'm ready to buy a home. Oh, I want to, you know, start looking at rentals. I'm ready to do this. And then after that initial conversation, they're ghosting you for the next week, the next two weeks, the next two months, because they realize like, man, wait, that might involve some work for me to, to do that I'm not ready to do 100%. Right. So you got to work on your ability to get them over that right to improve that mindset to really motivate them to get them to believing that they can do that you know because if you can get them to believe that then the rest is, is going to be pretty easy to get through right because now they trust you they it goes back to that no like trust factor they know you they like you and they trust you because you're really helping them go from point a to point b going over to the agent side mm-hmm. think about everything i said they're dealing with clients right so if you're if your mind like that's the thing i realized like if your mind isn't right to deal with all of that, to try to motivate and empower other people, just like you would be doing in personal training. Right. And that's why I say it's all connecting. Like, you know how many times I would have clients who'd be like, Hey man, I'm gonna be there with you 6am. I'm there waiting at 6am and they are just texting me at 620 saying, Hey man, listen, um, I'm gonna have to cancel today's session. Wow. Wow. You know, you realize it. And then that starts eating at your mindset, right? Your mentality is just like, how I like, can I really keep doing this? Wow. You know, I really love this. You know, I, it's so draining. I'm not getting, you know, that fulfillment, that sense of fulfillment that I thought I was. What am I really looking for? Right. You know, asking yourself those different questions. What are you looking for? Why did you get into this? What's the long-term thing? Who are you yeah. trying to help? How are you serving these people? I think all gets your mind in the right place. And for me, like, that's why I do a lot of, you know, uh, journaling now. That's one thing I started in like the past, like three years is, I journal heavy, right? Like on a daily basis, I'm sitting there just writing stuff down, whether it be what I'm grateful for, you know, what priorities I have to tackle, who I need to reach out to, right? And check back in with, because for me, that helps my mindset and that helps me prepare to just keep going, right? And it charges my battery back up. And if I don't do it, then only Lord knows how I'll be able to help anybody else, you know? So, wow. Wow. That's, um, that's powerful stuff right there, man. I feel like there's a lot of lessons there. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's interesting because when I think about the gym, it's, it's one of my hobbies. One of my favorite things to do is go lift and work out and everything like that. Um, since way young, when I was playing basketball back in high school, middle school. Right. Um, but it's, one of the things I think about and why one of the reasons why I love going to the gym and working out so much is that it's one of the few places you'll go where, and I'm curious to get your opinion on this. It's one of the few places you'll go where everyone who walks in those doors are trying to be different, trying to be better, right? Trying to leave different, trying to leave better and grow. Now you brought up an interesting point when you said you're sitting there at the gym and I'm at waiting for the six o'clock client and they're not showing up. Well, they didn't want to grow that day. Yeah, that's that's such a good point, because um, th- that's where and I forget where I heard this first. Right. But that's where you realize the difference between motivation and discipline. OK, who, you know, you know real quick, I got to plug this in. I got to plug this <laughs> in. We're going to put this somewhere up here. Um, the difference between motivation and discipline ending the debate put, put that video up a few a few months ago i gotta plug that in i gotta plug yeah. that in but curious to hear your thoughts um because i think that was one th- you, you you just through self-reflection you realize okay i don't need to always be motivated right to do these things that people might that there might be some things that you do right that people look at you and be like man like how do you stick to that? Like, how do you continue to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And for you, you just realize like, well, I don't have to be motivated to do this anymore. You know, there's nobody telling me to get up, man, and do this, blah, 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 blah. Like there's no manager calling you and saying, Hey, Tariq, get on the job, you know, get to the gym. You are doing that yourself. And I think that's where it does. That's where it switches, where you are now becoming that like self-manager, 
you're becoming that voice inside your head that says, anytime you remember back in high school when Tui would always talk about Freddie Soft, right? Okay, go ahead. So, tell me, tell, right? tell us so, the story. Right. So Freddie Soft is that voice that pops up in your head and it starts chirping and then it's sitting there telling you, oh, you know, your alarm's going off, hit snooze a couple times, right? Stay in bed. You don't even need to show up to practice on time. You don't even need to show up to practice at all, right? Forget about that. You'll just get there the next day. You're not getting any worse. And you listen to that voice, right? And you do that one time while the other guys are getting there and they're showing up and they're getting better, right? And Freddie, you and Freddie Soft are still hanging out in bed. In bed. And then the next day, right, you show up and you try to be that all-star, but everybody's looking at you like, you're not really here doing this, right? Don't come in here on that motivational nonsense. Like, we're disciplined. You're just here trying to be motivating. And Mm -hmm. think about that. Like, which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the person who always has to come in on the rah-rah, you know, like, big, you know, energy, big sound, just because you're trying to, like, motivate people to, or trying to convince people that you're really as disciplined? Right. Because I just like you said, when you're in the gym and you see those people who are there coming in day in and day out. Right. You're not seeing that. You don't see them coming in hype. Blah, blah, blah. They come in. They know what they need to do. They get to the work and they're back out next day. Come on. They come in. Come on. Do, come on, Pastor. Come do, on. Right. It's the same exact thing. And that's where we like you might need to do certain things right to motivate yourself or hype yourself up before you get into that space. Right. But even that becomes a part of your dis- it becomes your part of your routine. Right. Forget about this. But it, it becomes so routine that you're not even it's not motivation or anything. It's just I know I'm going to sit here like, OK, I might start my days and say I'm going to watch some videos from uh, E.T. Right. Eric Thomas, uh, E.T. the hip hop preacher. Yeah, so I'll yeah, sit yeah. there. Right. Put that on 6 a.m. Listening to that like when I'm sitting there making, you know, my, my tea in the morning and I'm getting my mind right. So maybe that might be a form of motivation for me right now. It's just routine. Next thing. Right. OK, now I'm going on my walk. I'm going on my run. So it's just, it is discipline. I don't need to sit there and really have you, hey, Tariq, give me a call right now and say, you know, get me out of this space. Yeah. You know, I don't have to have an agent call me and say, hey, you know, call me and hype me up so I can make these calls, you know, so I can, so I can make this next video. Yeah. Because if you're always waiting on that motivation, then it's like a drug. Right? It right. really is like, it, what happens if you don't get the drug? You don't do it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to very few of us need to be motivated to take a shower and stuff like that right that has become a part of your discipline and whoa, routine whoa, whoa, because whoa, whoa. we understand right, so I'm, I'm not going to speak for all of you i don't know them but hopefully they're <laughs> going to be motivated to take a shower <laughs> exactly right but like certain things like that you realize it's like hmm well if i stick to this discipline then it probably has benefits with it right i don't need somebody to motivate me to do this because i understand why i'm doing it but like you said some of the people do still need that motivation if we're talking about guys right like if we're saying guys might need to be in their first relationship or to start dating before they start stepping up in certain areas right so that's their motivation and then it becomes a discipline over time right going back once again going back for me i just try to like build those disciplines before before i have to and that could be because of prior experiences and stuff like that so man i don't <clears throat> i i gotta emphasize something that you just i mean you touched on a lot of excellent points but I'm gonna sum it up like because I don't even know you realize the quote that you just said. All right, you know, I and now I lost exactly how you said it, but it was just <laughs> like be disciplined before you have to. Oh, yeah, that, that's strong. That that's strong right there. Because one way or another, like you're gonna have to be accountable and responsible for whatever it may be, but be that before you have to be yeah that that's there's a lot there man yeah. oh go ahead no i was gonna say i forget the exact quote but um i think ayn rand has something that said similar along that where you know it's like you can try to go through life avoiding the realities right but eventually you'll have to start dealing with those consequences of the reality that you avoided the whole time and for me that was also a part of okay why do you need like in the beginning right you need those motivations so that might have been looking around and looking at yourself and be like, man, I'm not where I need to be. Why is that? What am I not learning? What am I not doing to get to the point where I think I should be right? Nobody else is telling me I should be there, but like, I see myself at another point. Why am I not doing those things? Is it going to wait for somebody else to come and kind of kick me in the butt and say, Hey, Kevin, I see you in this position. Okay, great. What do I need to start learning to get in that position? Yeah. You know, or hey, Kevin, I think you should be making half a million dollars a year, you know, a million dollars a year. Oh, really? You see that in me? Thanks. I'm going to go and start. <laughs> I'm gonna go right. and start building. 
I'm going to go and start building the financial disciplines, you know, and the behaviors, start learning yeah. about investing finance, you know, so I can get to that point that you see for me. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's the point of just like, you know, just self-confidence too, which I probably like, I mean, my parents are really good at kind of just reinforcing a lot of things. So that also helps that like side of me where it's just like, if I see it, I want to learn what steps I need to take to get to that point. Then just recreate that. Yeah. You know, going back to my mentor, Josh, he said the same. He's like, you know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make it go faster. Right. Ooh, love that. Right. So, so that's the thing for me. I'm like, okay, what's the discipline to make the wheel go? And now how do we just speed that up a little bit more before I need to know how to do that? You know? So. And, and so you, you know, one thing I want to talk about as well, because I think it's important. So when I've been seeing your content, watching your reels and everything like that, and you're talking about real estate, I'm like, gosh, man, you know, the Kempe really knows what he's talking about. And then you you mention that you've only been doing this for nine months, but mm-hmm. I think that it's the mindset that you're bringing to it, the value that you're bringing to it, where your clients can really trust you. And so do you feel at any point that you're less than because you've only been doing it for such a short amount of time? Oh, I'm, I'm so happy you asked that question because that it, it still goes through my head every, every week. You know, when you're sitting there making content or talking about something and you ask yourself, man, is there going to be some agent who really has nothing better to do? Who's going to sit there and say, oh, well, you haven't been in the business for 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. So you don't know what you're talking about. And then I just always realized, too, like I just kind of rebut myself with that and say, well, if that agent does come up and say that or if somebody ever challenges you with what you know. Content, create content from that and just be like, hey. Well, what can you tell me about this? Right. 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 So I'm starting a conversation. That's how I look at it every time. How can I just start a conversation around something that I'm interested in? Mm-hmm. If I'm interested in it, then there's probably a couple other people out there who are also interested in this topic, especially if I know who my market is, the people I'm really trying to target. Then I'm just starting that conversation. And from there, I've seen, you know, great growth over the past six months. Well, yeah, seven months I've been doing this now. And it is so interesting to see, and I haven't had that point yet, right? Where somebody really challenges you or says like, oh, well, you haven't been in the business long enough to, you know, speak on certain things because that's also part of it too, right? You speak on the things you know. And a big part of what I want people to also realize is that I want you to know what I'm learning along the way. So if I'm learning something new or if I'm at a new development or a new project in the city, I'm going to sit there, right? Put on my video and say like, oh, you know, I'm checking out this new tour, you know, I'm checking out this new house. What do you think about it? Oh, did you guys know X, Y, and Z, you know, about this? Did you know about that? And not only am I learning, but the people who are potentially looking to buy real estate, looking to rent, looking to invest, maybe you want to be agents in the future are also learning, right? So it's more so just like telling a story about my journey, you know, Mm -hmm. through real estate, as opposed to really sitting there and trying to be the the person who sits there and says, this is exactly what you need to do, right? And this is blah, 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 blah. I might have those, but I don't want to come off like some veteran right before I am. But I do understand that like I have a way of communicating that makes it still sound good. You know? right. So if yeah. I can still make it sound good without trying to come off like, you know, a big headed person or somebody who is is been in this forever, then I think that's where my sweet spot is. Right. And I think that's what I've always tried to do. Going back to personal training, there have been trainers out there who were in the same gym I'm in, right. Who have been training for 10, 15, 20 years. Mm. who aren't getting the same amount of clients I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with the real knowledge that you have at that point. It's how well are you able to communicate with the people? And for me with social media, that's all it is. How well can I communicate with my people? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and that, that's know, my size. Yeah. You, you know, you, you made me think about a few things about my past a little bit and I'll, I'll share. So, I mean, Dikembe, you were there a bit and everything like that in high school and everything like that. For the people who don't know, um, I lost vision. I became blind at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a new experience for me. And my my life changed, you know, um, not to get into all those details completely. But the reason why I bring this up is by the age of 19, I was t- 
teaching other blind people how to like start learning braille and being confident in themselves and being independent and that it, it existed and that it happened. I was working at summer camps every summer up at Penn State. I bring that up to say I was working with high school kids like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, right? That had been blind their entire lives. And they were looking up to me. And I remember like finishing shifts and I was just like, they've been doing this way longer than I have. You know, how am I that person for them? Um, and it, it was, you know, and that, that question still kind of circulates in my mind sometimes because they, they've been, they were born blind. Right. And so it, it, that was just an interesting journey. Interesting questions for me. I think you touched on it though. It's about communication. It's about empathy, connecting with others, meeting people where they're at. And I, I just think that's so important. And I think that has to be emphasized here in this mindset conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to cut you off there, but I'm so happy you said that, like meeting people where they're at, right? Because that that's what was popping up in my mind, you know, as we're talking about this was you don't sometimes know what it is that you're connecting somebody with, right? Or what it is that they see in you that that you're showing them that they can get to, but that ability, right, to bridge the gap, right? Somebody see, and I've heard, you know, I listen to a lot of these uh, guys in just personal development, um, sales coaches and things like this. And it's always that common theme of somebody sees something in you, right, from where your story started and they see where you're at even right now. And they're saying, yo, if I can get to where he's at right now, you know how different that will be for my life? If I can have the confidence Tariq has, if I can have the communication skills he has, if I can have the ability to go out there and just keep going day out, day after day, the same way Tariq does. I don't know what he what he's sipping on, right? I don't know, um, you know, like what Kool-Aid he's been drinking, but I need some of that, <laughs> right? Because that's gonna get the thing for me to keep to keep it going. And th that's what I heard from your story, right? These kids, 14, 15, 16, are looking up to you and saying, Man, look at what he's doing. I want right. I want to be just Right. You found you found your people. And, and that's the thing. You found right. them and say, hey, look, this is where I'm going to try to get you to. Right. And I always try to tell people if there could be more people who think like that, right, who think like you and say, how can I find more people like me who I can really try to help and serve in some way? Because I understand where they're at right now, but I want to show them, you know, hey, this is where you can get to if you just do these. And I don't want to simplify anybody's, you know, trials that they're going through. But if you do these things consistently, right, not simple, like simple steps, but if you do these consistent steps, you'll get from that point to where you want to go or to wherever it is that you see me at. If you can get people from the point that they're at right now and just sitting there understanding that, talking to them and saying, OK, where are you right now? You know, I've been there. I understand these things. Let me show you the steps that I took to get to this to where I'm at right now. I think you can do it too. And a lot of people will subscribe to that because I don't think we understand how many people are really going through what we just went through two to five years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And how many people are just waiting for a normal person who can come on and just talk, you know, to them and say, Hey, let's do this. You know, let's get you there. And that, and that's the thing, right? And when, when it comes to that personal, this, when it comes to that personal discipline and growth, don't wait, go get it, go get it. Um, you mentioned earlier a little bit about, you know, what, what is Tariq sipping on, you know, um, and being able to do what he's doing. And th that made me think of something. And we have a couple more questions for you. What is he sipping on? Well, I, I guess this is the perfect time to bring up. So you're not only doing reels in real estate. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So the podcast, once again, just trying something new, realizing like, Hey, this is, we're interested in this. This is something that we can get into. So why not get into it? Uh, so about, well, I don't even know, remember exactly when, but at the beginning of the pandemic, right? Me and Albert were already talking about the idea of, hey, listen, you know, we wanted to get in a podcast and we love to talk, we love to communicate. Let's build out a platform that allows us to start connecting with a whole bunch of different people, start learning a lot more and just start expanding, you know, and seeing where this thing can really go. And plus, once again, we were seeing some of the other like podcasts out there and we're like, oh, we can do that. You know what I mean? Right, and right, right. For me, like I, I really have like I'm if anything, like I love the marketing and the creative side of this stuff. So I really dive into that. So I'm always coming up with ideas, different things we can do, you know. So I'm like, Albert, this is the perfect thing for us to build and to build out because there's so many other avenues that we can go with it. But 
Yeah, just starting with um, with just first sip, right? So once again, we bring on other individuals, successful people in different fields um, who have gone from point A to point B, and we bring them on so they can tell their stories and we can share that with our community, right? And we look at it as a way for us to improve our wellness, improve our growth, and just continue to have great conversations. You know, so, yeah. And that That's way you awesome. can also stay pretty general with it too, you know, so you don't get too, for us, we don't want to get too niche specific, right? Because we are very, uh, <laughs> we're very curious people. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. there might be one week we might see, like we had Steph, Steph, Stephanie Palmer on two weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? And we had her on to talk about her and JD's trip that they took up in Canada on a 220 mile bikepacking, uh, backpacking uh, trip, wow. right? A couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago now, we had on Natalie Brunel, who's a, uh, a Bitcoin um, educator, right? And she goes on CNB- CNBC and does different, um, you know, different talks with them about like what's going on in the crypto market. So whatever we're really interested in, you know, at the time, yeah. or there might be certain themes throughout the year, we'll be like, oh, let's start learning more about this. Let's start learning more about that. Because mm-hmm. at this point, we're 76 weeks into it. So we mm-hmm. know who we know who our listeners are right we know that they're pretty much just like us and they enjoy hearing about these different types of things right but they all kind of stick with the common theme of well how is this really helping you you know how are you finding some sort of joy some sort of peace from this right some sort of um health benefits some sort of wealth benefit what is what is the benefit of what you're sipping on right now mm. right and that's what that's why you know always kind of <laughs> i love you know, it like, like, yeah what you're sipping on yeah so Love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any particular goals you're trying to accomplish with that at all or with the just, podcast? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. We say it all the time. Uh, seven feet. Seven. Million right? dollars. Mil- million. Like, like get the podcast, like build out the business to a uh, seven figure. Um, so there's, and I realized like if you were to talk to me like seven years ago, eight years ago. Right. And when I was still sitting at the bank and if you were to tell me that I would be talking like this now, and even there are people who are going to hear this and be like, Kimbe, like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. You, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. And, and that's the point that I get to where I just realize it's, it really is all a mindset thing, bro. Yeah. It is a hundred percent a mindset thing. Right. The amount of multimillionaires who we don't understand who are walking around doing crazy simple things. Yeah right with no sort of marketing plan behind it with no sort of sales plan they are just doing it and running it is insane and then the people who really get systematic with it and really grow and put strategies behind their ideas then that's a whole different ball game and that's that's where my mind is right now is that understanding it's like we have a really good thing going right now yeah it's been developing well over the past year and a half now what happens you know when you're three years into it five years into it you know now when you've connected with hundreds of people now when you're doing networking events you know when you're doing different um travel summits you know across the country when you're now getting people you know subscribe to like we have a book club that's growing you know when you get different things uh different parts right of the of the umbrella really going and starting mm-hmm. to generate obviously like income and stuff like that what can it grow into but that's why i'm also really big on the community aspect right now and just building that out Dope. because you can't do any of it right without people if, right nobody listening then you're, you're really, you're really not doing anything, right? You just talking to, talking to the wall pretty much, right? And sitting there and be like, Hey, you guys listening? So you have to be connected with the people to have like big dreams like that. Right. right? And right. I forget who is it. I think Zig Ziglar said it where he said, if you can find a way to help enough people, right. Then you'll find a way to have exactly what you want in life or Ooh. something like that. Right. Whereas like, okay. where it's like, if you want a million dollars, just go help enough people. Right. And get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, th- th- that speaks to exactly a bit more about my platform. Um, so just to, r- real quickly, I, I want to tell touch on the story and then we'll get ready to wrap up here in a second. Um, <clears throat> when I lost my vision, I still joined the basketball team and that I still made the team and the coach made a point to tell me like, Tariq, you didn't make the team. Coach P, you didn't make the team because I feel bad for you because I know you. You made the team because you're one of the better basketball players at this school and you'll work your tail off. And that meant a lot to me. Right. And so I was in a newspaper and the title of the article was a vision of hope. Okay. And so then that was like the cool thing for a little bit. And then when I was creating my platform for this, you know, I recognized that it's not only about me. It's not only about the Kembe, it's about all of us. And that's how I created the title for the channel. Not only I, 
and vision of hope, but we are a vision of hope. I love that. Love that. <laughs> and so, you know, we we've talked about a lot of different things today, mindset, bringing everything together. Now, I, I guess if I could one for all your real estate needs in the Philadelphia area, you know, Lehigh Valley, wherever, you know, Dikembe, where do they find you? Yep. Uh, so you guys can reach out to me. I'm pretty much on every social channel you can find at Dikembe Smith. So first name, D-E-K-I-M-B-E, last name Smith. If you can't spell Smith, then we probably shouldn't, we probably shouldn't be working together. I'm just, just going to put it out there. Like <laughs> That's the criteria. You got to be able to spell Smith. Just first name, I'll give you a slide. Last name, come on now, right? So, right, right. Yeah. Or you can always text me or give me a call at 484-714-7790. So pretty easy to reach. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so once again, you know, the, the amount of drive that you bring into probably all, like, I shouldn't say probably the, the, the amount of drive that you brought into this conversation and effort and discipline one, I, I thank you so much for spending your time with us today. And I, I know you do that for all your clients. So if I can ask you this once again, bringing it back, language is a very important concept here. And we defined it as we went throughout went through our journey here in this in the podcast today but if i could ask you what are two words we did the two words that will define how you got to where you are now what are two words that will be on your path in your journey um to help you grow in the future oh man so i definitely had the first word the second one was a little bit harder for me to think of because the first one is um i had this thing that i started was where well that i started doing which was identifying a word of the year, right? So for me, my word, right? So I'm sorry, you're breaking up a little bit there. Can you repeat that? Yeah. Your word? Yeah. The word of the year is momentum, right? So my focus right now is continuing. We talked about this one, but continuing that on, right? And just building upon those processes, right? Building upon the, the course of events that have been picked up over the past five, 10 years and saying, okay, where does that get you over another five to 10 years? You know, so maybe, you know, and you'll, you'll love this because on the other end, right. Um, on the other end, then I would think my word and what I always come back to is vision, right? What does, you know, what does, what does the vision really look like? Um, and you know, so it's funny cause you say what, what, what does the future look like if you don't even have a vision of what it's supposed to be? Right. Right. You know, so that's why for me, if you carry the momentum, you keep doing those things, but also have your thoughts going in a certain way, have your mind in a certain way. You'll you'll get even even if you don't reach the goal, you'll be 50 percent of the way there. Right. Right? Because subconsciously you're you're already thinking, man, I'm going to be a millionaire. I need to just do what millionaires do, which means I need to improve my skills. You know, I need to start connecting with more people. I need to start just doing, you know, different things to just improve myself as as an individual. Yeah. And then I'll be there, right? I'll take the right steps to get there, but I got to think it first, right? I got to see myself even being in that position. Right. And then what's the point of me continuing my momentum in that direction? Right. 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 Man, you, um, well, I got to, I got to, I got to throw this up here on the screen in a second. I got, cause you, you mentioned vision, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I recently put out merch. Okay. And it's, it's my logo and everything like that. But in the bottom, there's some dots. Okay. And if you don't know, you don't know, but if you know, then you know, okay. (laughs) And so what it's, it's actually um, Braille and Mm. it says the word vision in Braille. Mm. And that, that was important for me to put there because just because other people don't recognize your vision doesn't mean that it's any less great. Right. So as long as, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come on man so that's some good stuff that's deep so we're, we're, we're gonna throw that up there we'll throw yeah. some, some pictures for everybody yeah. and stuff like that but i just y- yeah you i touched on that i had to capitalize on that because that's yeah I that's powerful that. stuff man i like that it's just like you said i, I think was once again i've been listening to a lot of these guys right sometimes you do need to like come out of your funk or just need some things to keep going you know and it was i was listening to steve harvey interview that he did with the guys from earn your leisure I don't know if you're uh, if you watch their your leisure guys, but they've been doing some great stuff over the past like two three years as well. But he, Steve Harvey was basically saying, you know, the vision was meant for you. You know, if 
God wanted somebody else to see it, you know, or whoever it is that you believe in, if they wanted yeah. that other person that you're trying to explain it to, to see it, he would have put it in their head. Yep. You know, you yep. guys would have woke up at the same time, called each other and said, Hey, we should do this. And be like, man, that was funny. I was just thinking about that too. Right. Which does happen sometimes with people, which is great. Right. And I think those are the people who you want to continue to rock out with because as you're doing this and trying to reach that vision, man, is it important to have the right people around you? Right. Vision. Because, because without that, then that vision becomes real blurry after a while. It's just like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't know if I really see it the way, you know, I saw it in the beginning and that's, that's where it is, right. You stick true to it, but also stick to people who can help you reinforce what you already have and bring to the table. Right. So Come on, man. Really good. vision. <laughs> man, Dikembe, this has been fantastic, man. Um, final words for the people. Oh man. You know, I'm I, like like I said, like over the past ever ever since I've been out of high school, I realized like one thing I've always kept in the back of my mind was, man, what are people gonna think about, you know, me doing this or me doing that? Or do people think, you know, I don't have an idea of what it is I'm gonna do? stop asking yourself those questions, right? Honestly, throw all those questions, throw Freddie soft out the window and say like, I really don't care about that. That voice that's really just trying to like hold you back or like keep you right where you are. You know, there's probably a reason that you're thinking about doing what you want to do. There's probably some, something pushing you towards that. And as long as you really take a step back and say like, okay, can I do this in a way that doesn't derail, you know, everything that I have going for me in life, you know, because yeah. you, people are in different situations. Everybody's life is different. So really just assess it, right? And say, okay, how can I make this move? Because it does seem like something I want to do. But the real reason I'm only holding myself back is because of what somebody else is saying. And if that's what it keeps coming back to, then you got to jump off. You got to jump off the cliff, right? And just and just say, I'm going to figure it out. You know, and that's that's been my mindset for the past eight years now you know, and why I move into that entrepreneurial space where it's just like and learn how to build a plane on the way down. And mm -hmm. that's, that's where I'm at with my life right now. Right. It's just like, take the leap and you'll figure it out along the way. Right. Right. Man, you know, it's interesting. You know, I was, when I was talking, um, I did on the podcast a little bit ago with Reese Ford, model actress, mm -hmm. you know, we were talking, um, about the, about the podcast and everything like that. And I said, Let's get after this. Our goals and dreams are waiting. Yeah. So, man, Dikembe, this has been fantastic. This has been awesome. It's been a pleasure having you today, man. Um, I look forward to the the power that people get from this conversation because this was we touched on a lot of different things here. We're definitely gonna have to bring you back. Um, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, man. Thank you again for having me on. This this was a great conversation. I feel like I gotta go ahead and take a step back, you know, and see like what I'm really doing. Right. So I can make sure I'm showing up for people um, and, you know, and showing up for myself, like after this, that's right. It. Like, and that's, that's another reason why I love having these conversations with like-minded people, because you get it, you know what I mean? But this also recharges that battery and just lets me know, like, all right, we, there, there's a reason we're doing this. Right. So let's keep going. So whoever's listening, just keep going. Thank you for listening to the speak your vision podcast. Remember, stay tuned for the next episode. Follow all of our social medias for daily empowerment and we are visionofhope.com for coaching. Remember, not only I am Vision of Hope, but we are Vision of Hope. When adversity came, I could have fell apart, but I chose instead to follow my heart. When adversity comes, I will never run. I will adjust, adapt, and overcome. Vision.